Hello, love. That's what I want to call you. I feel that we're moving into a space of love. And so that's one of the, one of the greetings I'm going to start using. Yeah, I thought it might be necessary to hop on here and talk about what to expect when you are up-leveling spiritually. Because we're, we're all doing it. Some of us are kicking and screaming, and some of us are just moving through it with grace and ease, and some of us are finding our way over the bumps that happen, and it's okay. It's okay. We are all shifting through this this big up level. <laughs> Every soul is being up leveled, whatever that means for that soul. I hear from people all the time who are, you know, doing this thing, the spiritual up leveling. I'm doing it all the time. I'm we're constantly like I hope I am. That's what I'm that's what we're here to do. So many people will, you know, whether they're taking a course with me, um a group course or a one-on-one mentoring, you know, sometimes stuff happens and either it's like an emotional thing or, wait a minute, I was on this high for days and now I'm like, something's wrong, I'm in this hole. Or, And it's so funny because people always say, I thought this was going to be easy. Like I thought stepping into my spiritual self was so, was going to make life so easy. And first of all, I don't want to scare you off from that because it is going to get easier. I promise I promise, promise, promise it's going to get easier the more shit you heal. So you know me. I'm always telling universe, bring it on. What the hell else do we got to heal? Let's do it. I'm not holding this shit in. Let's go. I'm done with the past, like all that. And if you listen to my podcast just yesterday, which was, I think the title was one of the best manifesting phrases ever. So some people use manifesting phrases like, you know, I am wealthy. I attract money all the time. I attract money in magical ways. And I love all of those. But I realized spending that that time in meditation with God yesterday on the river behind my house for 90 minutes, he gave me what I feel is the most powerful manifesting phrase that I have used in a while. Like I, I'm still blown away because I'm still feeling the effects of starting to use that phrase since yesterday. And when I talk about the effects, I mean, I don't hurt anywhere. Um, I'm crystal clear. I'm full of joy. I'm smiling. And it's not a, like, it's, so he, he gave me the phrase, um, I release any and all unhealthy attachments in my life. He said, like, that's all you need to say. Because vibrationally, when you say that and you mean it, you don't have to know what they all are. You just have to mean it that you're ready to release those. I even turned it into, then I would start saying, today I was saying, like, I release any and all limiting beliefs, whether I'm conscious of them or not. I was saying that actually during yoga. And I try to really, you know, yoga's for yoga. I, I focus it. I'm in the yoga room. I'm here for my yoga practice. But I found myself saying, several of, you know, that phrase, and then the one about, I release any and all unhealthy attachments. My practice today was stellar. I mean, I had stamina, I felt powerful, I 
had um, an even breath because, you know, in, in hot yoga, sometimes you start breathing heavy. And, and oftentimes I would because I was so damn hot. <clears throat> so today was stellar. There is something, I, I hope you can, I hope you can feel it. I hope you can hear it in my voice, feel my vibration. There is something that fucking happened to me since I sat with God the other day. I said yesterday, yesterday was when I posted the podcast, but I was with him two days ago at the riverbank. I just posted a picture today on Instagram, if you follow me there, that, and I posted a picture of all these tiny little heart rocks displayed on a, on a dinner plate. It's a big dinner plate. And then one big heart rock in my hand. And when I was sitting there meditating with, and, and asking God, you know, guide me, what is it I need to know? Like, help me. Why do I feel this shitty? Because I really did. I was depressed. I was, you know, triggers happened. And that's when God said, this is the phrase you need to say. See, and I love that. It wasn't like, I wasn't saying, God, heal me, take this away. I mean, I could have asked for that. I've done it before. But I said, show me the way. Why is this happening? And show me the way out of this. And that's what healing your own self, capital S-E-L-F, is all about. God, show me the way. It's not just show me the way I'm going to follow this light and it's all bliss. Show me the way to my healing, God. That's what I need. I'm here to heal. And stop any kind of a conversation with yourself that you have a long way to go. I just started, you know, my healing with the angels and masters course. And one of the beautiful souls, she is just pure light. We got on and introduced ourselves. I said, tell me your name, where you're from, what you're doing here, why you wanted to do this, why you want this course. We just want to profess the universe like here, I'm showing up. And she said, I know I have a long way to go in my healing. And I said, okay, well, we're going to stop using that phrase. No one in this group was allowed to use that phrase because this can be super easy. And I'm going to show you that it's going to be super easy. So when we ask God, show me the way, it doesn't mean, I know so many people that don't want to do that because they think they have all this baggage that's going to come up and they won't be able to handle it. When you're asking God to help you heal, you know he's going to bring it up in the most gentlest way that possible. He's going to say, look, my child, my sweet child wants to heal and so I want to help them do that. It's not, okay, get ready, because here comes the fucking windfall. All the bullshit you did and la, 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 you know, these stories. So God's going to help you heal. I promise you. I didn't even ask on the riverbank the other day, make this easy. I just said, show me the way. Show me why I feel this way. Why have I gone back to this old emotion, this old thing, this old thoughts that I was that I thought I had let go of. And yes, these, these are thoughts about myself and Michael and things have, um, some things have transpired, nothing major, but it, it doesn't have to be major for a trigger to come up. It can be one simple little thing. And then we start getting in that old habit. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> so when we are spiritually up-leveling, what this podcast is about, number one, we are going through our own shift. We all know that. Let's own that. We're, we're going through our own shift. How dare we not allow our partners to go through their own shift? That is pretty fucking egotistical, right? I mean, I get it because I fall there sometimes. 
like, oh, well, I'm the spirit. I'm becoming a spiritual being, and who the fuck are you? Like, are you like, uh, I'm here to fix you or guide you? No, you're not. You're just here to heal yourself because the people around you will begin healing, and we are here to be the best version of ourselves. And I'm going to throw this out there because a lot of you might not like this. What if your partner's best version of them is to not be with you? I mean, the same goes for you. What if the best version of you is that you're not to be with your partner you're with now? Whether you're together two years or 25 years. As you are up-leveling spiritually, which I hope you are, I pray you are, I hope... I. I hear from people so much, so often that listen to this podcast that say stuff just started happening in my life. It's beautiful. I hope it's happening for all of you. But you also have to come from a place of compassion for yourself, but also for those around you because they are going through their own shifts. They have their own past lives that happened. It might not have always been with you. That's another egotistical bullshit story. They have their own struggles. They have their own resistance to healing. When I asked God the other day, what do I do? Help me. How do I heal this? And he gave me that phrase. I release any and all unhealthy attachments in my life. Now, that meant any unhealthy attachments. I don't want unhealthy attachments with Michael because that's not going to be good for our relationship, period, whether we were together or not. But when I started saying that phrase, I said it twice, and I already felt different, lighter, like something was lifting from me. Now, again, we're using this these phrases, and, and it's just, it is, it's taking stuff off of us that's even buried subconsciously right in our cellular memory so then i just and then i decided to amp it up so i started tapping at the different tapping points and saying it and i felt joy come into my soul within moments it wasn't even like seconds i was like oh my god i'm back i'm back that's all it took like I didn't have to go, we need to schedule a meeting, we need to talk, we need to see what the hell's going on between us. No, it was my bullshit story. And when I healed my bullshit story by just saying I release any and all unhealthy attachments, that shifted him vibrationally. He came home that night later, um, and we were back to where we were before the trigger happened. A beautiful space. Here's another thing I want to point out. I know, I, I get on these and I ramble. I know, thank you for listening. <laughs> because as I'm talking, I'm like, wait, they need to know about this too. And I always say, take whatever you, what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I'm sharing my story. If it helps you, it helps you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it definitely has helped me heal. So I'm grateful for that, just for me having this platform to talk. But here's another thing that can happen. Your partner's whether it's your children, your parents, your lover, your spouse, your, the person you're having an affair with, it doesn't matter. Your partners will also have their own triggers show up. And I'm going to pose this. What if, because this is something I got in the meditation too. 
what if the trigger that I thought, okay, so say I thought a trigger happened. So me, huh, he's acting different. Last time this started, we went downhill, right? That's, I'm just going to say that's the trigger. He's pulling away. Things seem weird, whatever. I think we've all been there. What if his trigger, what if he had a trigger was like, so I'm getting ready to turn 50. I know you can't believe it because I look like I'm in my 20s. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just a joke, people. But yeah, 50 in July. July 24th. I'm a Leo. So July 24th, I turned 50. I do not feel 50. Hallelujah. I do not. I feel like a spring chicken. But what if in this meditation, it's like I got this idea of what if in a past life, because Michael and I have been together many times, what if something happened to me at about the time I turned 50? I'm going to pose that as a, hmm, isn't that interesting? I'm going to let you think about that. So when I received that message, and I don't have to see what, I don't have to know what that is. I don't have to go, well, I need to know what it is. You know, I got to make sense of this. I said, oh my God, thank you, God. Because one, you know, once again, it's all about me. He's triggering me. Well, what if this, just this birthday coming up was enough to trigger him? For real. I got to tell you about a woman, just because this is going to put this all into perspective before I sign off here. I saw this woman for past life regression. Well, that's what she wanted. I saw her for readings, several readings before she decided I want to do past life regression. And we attempted it the first time we did it. <clears throat> excuse me. She... You know, I take you to this space. I get you very relaxed. You're not hypnotized. You're just super relaxed. So you can go into a space that we're going to be in this enchanted garden where you're going to meet Archangel Michael. He always goes with you because he's always been with you. I always have him go with you. And then you go through this beautiful golden gate into the past life, whatever it is that you need to witness. And we tried multiple times. And every time we would get into that garden area, and I mean, I, you're there for several minutes and then I guide you towards that golden gate and her jaw would lock up. Okay. I mean, lock up. She could not move her jaw and she was, she was actually in pain. So I was like working. So I would do some energy work with her and we would heal it. I mean, it would just take under a minute and it was gone. But, and I don't want that to scare you from ever doing past life regression with someone who's trained in it. It is so healing. So we tried a couple of times and I said, you know what, why don't you go read? I gave her a couple of books to read. One of them was Miracles Happen by Brian Weiss. <clears throat> I said, go read that because it's a book about people who did past life regression and they actually healed things like physically and emotionally. And I said, why don't we get your soul ready for this? Because I said, I'm going to tell you, girl, I have no doubt Whatever it is that you're going back to see, it's just the fear of it. And you've already been through it. You're not going through it again. But something happened to where your, your, your ego thinks it's protecting you by we're not going there. Which is actually not protecting you. We need to go do that healing work. So she went and read the book. And she reached out and she said, Julia, I have to do this past life regression. I have to get through this because I'm turning 60. I think it was 60. Yeah. I'm turning 60 next month and I keep seeing myself die. Like I'm going to die before I'm 60. I've seen it in a dream. I know I'm going to die before I'm 60. And I said, oh, okay, well, we're going to, we're getting through this past life regression this time because I'm, I have no doubt that's what's happening. So 
this time it worked. And maybe it was reading the book and just getting her ready. But this time it worked. I mean, Brian Weiss, (laughs) it took him three years to be regressed himself. So I've, I mean, I have one person out of the hundreds and hundreds I've worked with that has not been able to go back to a past life. And (laughs) he's just like, you know, honest. He's like, I don't know. You know, maybe I just don't, just whatever. We're going to try other things. It pisses him off actually because he really wants to see it. So she came back, this client of mine, and we began the past life regression and she got on the other, other side of the gate. She got to the past life and we asked for, we put out to the universe. I usually say, let's put out whatever's going to help me the most today with healing and moving forward in my life. I say, let's usually pose that. But I told her you can have specific intentions. I mean, I've gone into it. I've gone into past life regression and said, I want to know what the deal is between Michael and I. Why, you know, why do I feel like I have to save him? Well, I saw several past lives where I was always trying to save him. So uh, we went in with this intention with her past life regression that whatever she needed to see or experience that had this fear of dying before she's 60, like by the time she's 60. So we did the past life regression and she was a monk. And it was so, I mean, I swear she's this petite woman. I could, she has a short, like it it was, I mean, she's feminine looking, but she had a short, like male looking haircut. I don't don't explain it. It, It sounds bad, but it's not, I don't mean it a bad way. But when she started describing it, I'm like, woman, you kind of look like a monk. Like now, that you're, like now that you're going there. But she was a monk. And by the way, you don't always look like the person you're going back to witness. But she was a monk. And she, I can't remember all of the details now that I'm talking about it. But it did end up that she was bashed in the head about in the jaw area. And it killed her. I can't remember if someone killed her or if she was even an accident or something hit her in the face on accident. I honestly can't recall. That explained the jaw paint. Remember the jaw that would lock up before she would get to that past life? That would explain that. She died as a monk right before her 60th birthday, like days before. She never had that dream again. And I don't know if she ever had the jaw lock up. Like it had never happened until we tried to go back to that lifetime and and experience it. So she never had that dream again. She had a birthday. That was probably seven, eight years ago. I still know she's around the area because I see her name pop up on Facebook. So that is the power of past lives. And that's the things that can come up as we are up-leveling spiritually, whatever it takes, whatever we need to do. I'm even thinking about connecting with my mentor again because I feel like I don't even know why. I feel like I'm supposed to connect with her and do a past life regression and see one more. I've seen like 14, but I really get it. There's going to be some kind of message. I go so much like deeper into it. I get more out of it when I do it with her than when I do it on my own. So Whatever it takes as you're up-leveling spiritually, you just jump in and you do it. If you ever want to do past life regression, I can help you with that. We do it, um, you know, long distance like this. We, it, and everyone that I've connected with online um, gets to the one or several past lives. 
But that's not what everyone, I mean, not everyone needs to do that. I'm just saying that's one possibility or one, one option. But keep in mind, as you're up-leveling, use the phrase like, God, show me through your eyes. What, what is this about? Show me through your eyes, God. What is it that I need? That might not mean, you might not get a phrase like I got. You might not all of a sudden get a picture in your head. But God might send you a message or the answer in the next day or two that solves everything, that gives you the answer you need, okay? Don't get frustrated because it doesn't come at that moment. Sometimes I find things out a day or two later or a week later or a month later. It's okay. So God, show me through your eyes what this is about. As you're up-leveling and things happen and triggers happen and bodies start hurting or don't hurt or you're tired or you're not, like, don't put stories with it, what's happening. Say, God, show me what this is. Instead of saying, see, this is how I healed myself from Lyme disease too. I stopped going, oh God, I'm tired. My hands are shaking. Like This is my Lyme. It's come back. I never, ever said that again. I said, God, show me what this is about. And then he would show me, look, you've been giving too much. You're getting depleted. You need to do more self-care. You need to, you know, up, seriously, you need to up the cost of your readings because you can't do as many as you want to. You have to do this. You have to like eat this. Don't eat this. It wasn't like your Lyme disease is back because I stopped and said, God, show me what this is through your eyes. What's going on? That's a really good way to stop putting stories to everything. God, show me through your eyes. Why is my partner acting weird? Huh, he might just say because you're acting fucking weird. <laughs> Heal your shit. So your partner's like, I mean, isn't that hilarious? It might be your answer. All right, my love. See, I'm calling you my love. Love, love, love. We are here to be channels of love. And we can be a channel of love by being kind and sweet and smiling at people and hugging and doing our healing work and our channeling work. Or we can turn it up a fucking notch by healing our shit and moving throughout our day in the vibration of love at all times. That's what I'm here to help you do. Love does not judge. Love does not judge. So stop judging yourself. Stop judging others. Heal your shit. Get on the badass bandwagon of love. Oh, yeah, that's corny. <laughs> I don't even know. That just came out of my mouth. If you want to join um, my badass love tribe, then hop on uh, my spiritual boot camp, and you can come on into our private Facebook group because we are fucking badasses. And we are a soul family coming together, wherever your soul family is. Just connect with your soul family. Ask the angels to bring them in, whoever it is. I'm ready for my soul family. It is time to come together. So many of us have been going it alone. We've been the loner. We felt like we didn't fit in. That's our own bullshit. It's time to embrace a community. I am sending massive love to you. If you want to check out the spiritual boot camp, just go to juliatreat.com, my website. And up in the top left, well, there's a few ways you can get there. Top left corner, you'll see work with me. And if you hover over, you'll find spiritual boot camp. I do offer um, 
individual mentoring and coaching. I am not sure how much longer I'm going to be offering that. Um, honestly, I feel like I'm shifting away from that. So if that is something that you w wish to do, uh, I wouldn't wait any longer because I may not be offering that much longer. All right. Love you all. And I will talk to you tomorrow. God bless.